Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And we're back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, who is out for the rest of this week and all of next week. Maybe the rest of the month. We're not sure. He'll be out another day. He'll tell us about it. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. Okay. Um, DJ Rock Lobster's in the house. And Hi. of course, Matt Belanger. Hi. Hey, Matty B from Hi. TV. Let's talk music. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Okay, so here's the sitch. Mm. I guess The Rock duetted with Kelly Clarkson. Duetted? Duetted. Is that a word? I, think I don't that's even know. A word. I'm is going it? with it. Yeah. yeah. Has, so has. <laughs> they were doing a Loretta Lynn song for Kelly Oki, mm. and it's called uh, Don't Come Home a Drinkin'. Okay. And see what you think of The Rock. Can he carry a tune? I'm sure he sang in one of those animated movies, yes, he right? Did. Okay. Uh, so let's see. Moana. But she's so good. So he's not, he's going to sound, let's Here sample. Here we go. <laughs> I think Johnny Cash vibes from him. Yeah. A little bit? For sure. Same era, you know? Well, I'm just, uh, yeah, I mean, and just the way he's got, you know, it was, uh, yeah, whatever. All right, cool. Wow. I think um, it's pretty he's good. He's fine. He's fine. He could carry a tune. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, she's good. she's the she's carrying them through that. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. If you watch Moana, he's got a couple songs in there, and he does all right. But I'm sure okay. there's a lot of studio tricks involved. You know, oh, right? Of course. Same stuff they use to make us sound good. Yeah, all the buttons. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All the buttons. Speaking of The Rock, um, this uh, happened a couple days ago, but I don't think we've caught wind of it yet. And I just I wanted to tell you, uh, there was a guy, a dad, at uh, a concert. The Rock was on stage at a show or an event, whatever, at in Mexico City. And this dad crowd surfed his baby. Oh. <gasps> To the rock on stage. Not okay. <laughs> well, that's what I thought, but then I'm like reading this account of what happened, and everyone's like, This is so amazing and it's beautiful. Because but anyway, this little girl, Luciana, I mean, we're talking little baby. I I don't know how old, but um gotta be like one or two. I mean, like tiny what? thing wrapped no. in a pink blanket. Um, little bow on her head, and she's she the the dad is like overcome with emotion apparently, and 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 the rock said about this that oftentimes people 
when they meet him, you know, hand him things or give him gifts and things. And, and The Rock first thought this was just like a dad sending like a, a, a doll that he wanted him to have. And then like oh as the baby God. approaches via crowd surf scary um he's like this this is a real kid this is what happened to ozzy osbourne with the bat unbelievable <laughs> he thought it was a rubber bat Un- and ended up biting the head off of it to oh be goofy and then bit the head off of a real live uh, bat so uh, not to compare a baby to a bat but you get what i'm saying yeah so he t- so the rock takes the kid uh into his arms on stage and as uh, you know he says this all happened in mexico city and um yeah and he's like hey guys i want you to meet the, uh, my new biggest fan here luciana and the the crowd started chanting her name and she actually waved <laughs> but uh, look at this cute little kid, though. I mean, look and like, and the kid is of course Aww. tiny in his gigantic muscular arms. If I were that baby's mother, <laughs> yeah, where's I, mom? I would be like, Living. first of all, you. <laughs> why did you bring a baby to a concert, my baby? Yeah, yeah. and we're getting divorced. And yeah, you're not alone. <laughs> a lot of the comments, because um, there's video of this out there, and a lot oh of the comments God. are that dad has a lot of explaining to do when he gets home. This gave me major anxiety. Why are they crowd surfing a baby? Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Jeez, not cool. Incredible. This has been Rock Talk. Thank you. You know we do Rock Talk, right? Oh, cool. The intro. Is- I want to talk. This is Rock Talk. Just get me the rock. I want to talk. Where Donna and Steve talk about the rock. I want to talk. Woohoo! Rock Show. I want to talk. Rock Show. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Yeah. Woo! That was, right, inc- that that was really rock, nice. Though. That was really nice. <laughs> Thank you. Because Steve is obsessed with The Rock. Well. So, too bad he wasn't here for that awful story. Um, <laughs> in other music news, Carrie Underwood said performing with Axl Rose at Stagecoach earlier this year was the best night of her life. They did two Guns N' Roses songs, Sweet Ooh. Child of Mine and Paradise uh, City. And the hard part was getting him to do it. She was interviewed by Rolling Stone and she talked about the hoops that she had to jump through to make it happen. She said, it was years in the making. I had asked before and he uh, if he would ever come and sing or if I could come somewhere where he is and mm-hmm. sing with him. And there were a couple of almost maybes, but he would not commit. Oh. So she took it to another level. She said, I sent him an email and explained the why and what he meant to me. And the way I learned how to sing was I would pick really hard vocalists to try to emulate. And his voice always mesmerized me. And she said, um, you know, how is it that he's doing all the things that I'm doing? So she said she told him all of that. He came. uh, They had rehearsals and everything went really smoothly. So Mm. that's because she's a big rocker. You know, she's a country artist, but she loves classic rock. So that was a dream come true for Carrie Underwood. And I thank you. And I thank you. Thanks, Matt. Uh, When we come back, ooh, something I used to love as a kid is making a huge comeback. You're going to tell us all about that, right? Move over, pickleball. Yes, and if you want to, (laughs) that's right. And if you want to uh, find a Krispy Kreme donut, 
Uh, they're about to become a little more accessible. Oh, a lot of people are going to be excited about that. I know. So those stories are coming up next on My Talk 1071. Hey, guys, we're back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Where talk is fun. Right, Maddie B from TV? It is a blast. <laughs> Everything entertainment, as they say. You know it. Okay, (sighs) I saw that you put this into our show outline today, and I was kind of excited about it because I just passed a place Uh where you do this. Okay. Just very recently. Uh, um, Roller skating is making a huge comeback right now. In all of its retro flair, it's really like a 2020s revival, and it is not slowing down. Some people think it kind of started through the pandemic because there was a way, you know, obviously roller skating's activity where you could be social, get outside, but still be safely distanced and hang out with each other. Um, But it's also got roots in like fashion pop culture sure. music 80s. yes yeah. i mean i mean let's be honest i mean that whole what 70s and 80s roller skating time i mean it, it, it's like how many movies are there a scene where they're like they're roller skating yeah. and you, you just know what that did feels every like saturday inside. Night. Yeah. every saturday night it was like who's right. gonna show up this time uh, right it's the cute boy that i like gonna be here yeah you know and it's just you're all spinning in a circle and the disco balls going and trying not to fall on your backside but anyway uh it's actually taking off to the point where i mean Roller skating rinks are popping up in communities and parks and roadways. Um, it's it's trending on social media. New York's Rockefeller Center. I just talked about that oddly at the top of the show this morning for a different reason. But, um, you know, the ice skating that they usually do yeah, down outside in course. front of Rockefeller, New York City. Yeah. They turn it into a roller rink this summer. Oh, cute. For the first time since 1940. Wow! They did because they recognize, you know, uh, there's a demand for this, and and celebrities are on skates more and more. You said you knew um, country star Tyler Hubbard, right? Yeah, Florida uh, Georgia Line. So he does laps under a disco ball in the video to his new song "Baby Gets Her Lovin'." So he's on skates Cute. in that roller skates, good old fashioned roller skates. Madonna took a spin around a pop up rink in New York City's Central Park at a disco celebration over the summer. So like, this is the thing. This is. This is hot. Yeah, pretty soon. What, what was? Didn't they serve food on skates? And the what was that? Like, the, oh, what's the, that called? Um, the, you know, like at a the like a Sonic kind of thing where yeah. they come, they'd go get your food and bring it out to the car. Right, and it would be everybody had bubble gum and roller skates. You know, yeah. What are you gonna have? Knee socks and shorts. Yes. 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 Oh my god, it just conjures up like a whole <laughs> image. You're All the right. just flooding back in. You're right. So oh my then. gosh, that's so fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So, um, you might be able to find a Krispy Kreme donut a lot easier because word on the street is McDonald's is about to start (gasps) selling them at nine locations right now in uh, Kentucky and they're going to (laughs) hit the menu next Wednesday and if they sell well they're going to expand it. Oh you know they will. I can't imagine they wouldn't. You know they will. They're doing glazed Raspberry filled and chocolate iced with sprinkles, which sounds amazing. Oh, last year they debuted their glazed pull apart donuts and brought them back this spring. That sounds good. Yeah, it does. Pull apart donuts. Now I want, because a lot of people like McDonald's coffee. So uh, a lot of people will, 
I mean, you can imagine people who go already for the coffee They're gonna go, oh, are going to get a donut. Get a donut. So, I mean, you you got to imagine that it's going to sell well. Because I, where do you got to go around here to get a Krispy Kreme? Iowa, I think, is like the closest one, isn't it? I don't know, Rocco. I th- Maybe Mankato? Krispy Kreme? Good yeah. question. I think there's no, got to be one in the metro. There's. I don't think there I, Yeah, is. I heard they all went away. Yeah. Yeah, the closest one is... Way is not. I'm doing it right now. It's really far from here. It's yeah, Iowa. It's Iowa. It really is. Oh my gosh! I speak. I'm a newscaster. You're right. Why did I doubt you? <laughs> you, you know why? Because I'm always me. having to fact check Steve. Yeah. <laughs> when they came to town and failed, that gave me hope in humanity. I was like, these are not good donuts, and there's way better. <gasps> You're anti Krispy Kreme. I'm not a donuts. huge fan either, but yeah. I know people it's like, like yeah, them because they it's melt a in your mouth. Donut. Thanks yeah, for it's inventing like the glazed donut. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just very plain. But I, I guess this is the place that has warm. the sign that go to says Mojo Monkey. Like they're hot now. Yes, or cardigan so. donuts are amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I get it. Like I love our local donut places too. But a lot of people do like Krispy Kremes. They have a following. Yes. And um, okay, well, maybe they'll be available at McDonald's here eventually. Who knows? I hope so. Sorry, I blew up. Sorry, no, I blew up. Ever. Now, wait a second. Are, let's talk about food prices yes. for a second. Well, we all know it's getting more expensive, right? What is going on? Like, seriously, um, I can't. You. This is nationwide, right? Yes. But you're not going to believe these numbers. I, first of all, what do you think are the items that are going up the most? Any guesses? Produce. Yes. Um, other than that, cereal is already expensive. I wonder mm-hmm. if that's mm-hmm. going up. That is Am on I the really list. hitting these? Wow. Yep. 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 Um, let's <laughs> I see. I purposefully did not give you the link today in the plan yeah, and I'm because I wanted this to be off the top of your head. Think about, um, dairy. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, think about, uh, Rocco's yogurt jug that he's right. carrying around here. That's probably $12. So here's the big five that are going up and you nailed it, uh, Donna, right on the head. Clearly you do your own grocery shopping. You don't have a staff. Because I don't you're... have a staff, but I really don't go that often. So when I go, it's shocking. I look it... and I go, that's how much an avocado is. I went and I was in uh, a grocery store. I won't say the name, but it was, it was the one that has like, it's not whole foods or, you know, the one where you expect to maybe steeper prices per se or whatever. I went into the store and I, I saw a bag of lemons and it was like $9.99. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, it blew my mind. I mean, I couldn't believe. Yeah, that's a lot. It was. I was like, yeah. that seems to a lot for the thing, you know, just yeah. to squeeze a little citrus. Yeah. Out. Anyway, top five: butter and margarine up a whopping thirty-two percent. What? A third. I mean, the prices increase a third. Uh, flour and prepared flour mixes. Okay, that was on my and guest we're just list. and we're going into like baking season with the holidays and everything. So, like, hey, people, you find a sale on flour, you best, you know. Stock up because uh, it's up twenty four percent. Dairy products, you mentioned that, uh, you know, yogurt and the like. Of course, milk a twenty percent increase. Cereal, you called it out, and I, I definitely noticed that one too. That was it was shocking how many people when we were all locked in our homes through the pandemic ever. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All everyone wanted was a bowl of cereal. How like much it, is? How much do you think a thing of cereal is? Because I mean, to me, well, four dollars is a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, no, and now it's like you're six ninety nine, and you're what? like, what? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, that's up seventeen percent. Cereal is in frozen vegetables. You said produce, but frozen vegetables in particular, mm. uh, according to this survey, up sixteen percent, almost up seventeen percent as well. So really, really, really big increases in some of these areas. Oh wow. my gosh. Well, and that, it's hard. Oh, by the way, from the news, kind of related real quick. Okay, minute. yeah, let's uh, do it. President Biden going to talk about steps today to try and lower gas prices. I was just thinking everything's costing more. We're all paying more for gas, too. This afternoon, the president's going to speak about um, a variety of steps are t- taking to try to lower gas prices. And one of the things, they might release some more oil from the strategic reserves. But pred- okay. critics are like, it's not going to really make a dent in the price. But we'll see. And we'll have that covered what the president says about the gas price problem for you later today, too. Okay. Excellent, yeah. Maddie B from TV. You got it, girl. That was good. You know, don't even get me started on. First of all, my water bill. I remember I had six hundred eleven dollar <laughs> water bitter. bill. My neighbors. Um, um, I don't know if it's her electric bill or her gas bill. I think it's electric. Was off the charts, almost double. Mine is so high. No. It's like everything is going up. Everything. It's it's really scary. Well, you know, uh, something that might get your mind off the higher prices. You know, we're a proud media partner of Twin Cities Film Fest. Yes, we are. And it starts tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Very 140 exciting. films in person online the 20th to 29th of October. This year's Code Red series in particular is going to talk about climate change, the small actions we can all take together to make a big impact. You can get all the details at TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. Excellent. Very exciting. So is this. We're playing a game. We are. And if you want to win a prize, give us a call at 651-641-1071. Who do you think is going to win? Bet on Maddie B or bet on me, D-Val. And if you guess correctly, you will win said prize. Coming up next on My Talk 1071. Donna Valentine. Good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. Uh, Steve is out. Matt Belanger from Five Eyewitness News is filling in. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. We love having you. Especially because I have a better chance of winning, winning this game. <laughs> it's time to go to college. College, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. Yeah, I do want to see how smart you are. I also want to celebrate uh, National Kentucky Day. that do anything for you? What? Uh, sure. I, I think there's like, you know, every state has like, we were founded on this day in 1847. Yeah. And then I think there was also one day they were just like, let's make a bunch of, you know, each state gets a day. 
sure. and today is the day for Kentucky. Okay. It is also National Seafood Bisque Day, just saying. Oh, wow. I wonder if that's the soup today. What are you doing after work, Don? Probably um, going to check on your dog. Yeah. All right. Thanks, well, man. if uh, your dog recovers and you're in a good place, why don't we go get lobster soup somewhere? Isn't that kind of like cannibalism for you, It really is, but it's delicious. (laughs) That's weird. Uh, So I'm going to quiz you on movies set in the state of Kentucky. Okay. About seafood. Yes. No. no. (laughs) It's also something called Hagfish Day. Oh, gross. What is that? I don't know. What's a hagfish? It is an ugly species. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's it. Melissa's on the phone. Hi, Melissa. She's not ugly. She's lovely. Hello, Mm. Melissa. Hi. How are you today? What are you up to? Tell us a story. Oh, well, I just, um, you know, I'm an advocate for getting your yearly dermatology check. And I just went and had that. The whole body? The whole body thing? The whole body? Yep. Good for you. That's awesome. Yeah, don't be shy. (laughs) That is very good to do. Yeah, everybody should do it. Nice all right, work. good. We're we're all about um, medical prevention uh, issues this past week. I or sure two. hope there's an award we can enter to win for that. Me too. <laughs> anyway, okay, thanks. Who are you going to support? Oh, I got to go with my girl Donna today. There you go. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Okay, bye bye. No okay, hard feelings. Get out of here, Matt. Don't <laughs> let the door hit you in the butt. There goes Matt. There goes all right, Melissa. All right, there goes Matt. Okay, bye, Melissa. Okay, well, she's still there. She'll help you in a second okay. here. If you need right. help, maybe you won't. Okay. I feel like one time this week you didn't need any. One Thank time you. this week you got zero right. Yeah, okay. You never know what's going to happen you on just, this part sure of the show. Don't. All right, there were two big horse movies from the early 2000s that were made about Kentucky Derby winning horses. Mm-hmm. Tell me which one was the 2010 Disney one with Diane Lane and John Malkovich. Oh, jeez. I'm just going to say Secretariat right now. Which one was the 2003 one with Tobey Maguire? Shoot. That may have been Secretariat. um, Oh, gosh. What's that guy's name? Pass. What 1964 James Bond movie had scenes shot at Kentucky's Fort Knox? Jeez, Rocco, I guess that would be the, 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 the uh, octopusy. Okay, then. <laughs> Let's go over the answers with Melissa. All right, Melissa, just... It's all right, we'll go over this. So there's right. a couple of horse movies about Kentucky Derby winning horses. The first one I asked was the 2010 Disney one with Diane Lane and John Malkovich. She said Secretariat. Your thoughts? I think you've got that right. Okay. okay now let's move on to the 2003 one with Toby Maguire. Which one was that one? Was that Seabiscuit? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. We're switching okay. to Seabiscuit. And then... Okay. What 1964 James Bond movie had scenes shot at Kentucky's Fort Knox? Yeah, no idea. Okay. Fine. You guys chat. I'll go get uh, Maddie B. All right, Melissa. So let's talk about Rocco's questions for a second. You think he's a little too hard on us sometimes? Oh, not you, Rocco. It's a different Rocco. You don't know him. (laughs) I think when you hear the answer, you'll be like, oh, duh. Okay, fine. We'll see. Here Here comes Maddie B. There was Melissa again. 
Uh, Maddie B. Yes. These are all movies that were set in the state of Kentucky. They might have even been shot in the state of Kentucky. What do you think of that? Wow. Um, oh, in my mind, buddy. So we'll start with this one. There were two big horse movies from the early 2000s that oh. were made about uh, Kentucky Derby winning horses. We'll start with this one. It was the 2010 Disney one with Diane Lane and John Malkovich. Name it. Man, Kyle's mom's going to be so mad at me because she's all about horses. And I have, I don't, I, I, I don't, I pass. Next. How about the 2003 one with Tobey Maguire? I don't know any of these. <laughs> that is so embarrassing. And one more. Uh, and what 1964 James <gasps> Bond movie had scenes shot at Kentucky's Fort Knox? James Bond? Mm-hmm. That's always, aren't those like the, the legend never dies and things like that? Mm-hmm. Or isn't that? I have no idea. It's all right. We Gosh. wanted to give Melissa a t-shirt. What's, I know. Yeah, so there you go, Melissa. What if I told you, <laughs> Matt, that both of the first two movies were one word one named answer. Yeah, no, and there's a, there's a real sad one about a, a horse that his mom made us watch, and I cannot remember the name of it, but it was a good movie, and I just don't What if I know. told you they both started with an S? Nothing. C. C. <laughs> just give it. All right, Melissa, it. let's bring you back. Okay, so was it Secretariat? Secretariat was the Diane Lane one. I got that. Oh, yeah, that sea Biscuit was the Toby Maguire Melissa one. Melissa got that one. What uh, What do you guys associate with Fort Knox? Being 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 uh, secure. Yeah, because there's a lot of what in there? There's a money. lot of. Yeah. Money? Is there money? Kind yeah. of. Also like. Gold? Um, no mm-hmm. time to die. Mm-hmm. Gold finger. There okay. you go. Wow. Gold Dang finger. it. Okay. All right, Melissa, you won. Who Woo! cares? Who cares anymore? <laughs> hey, I like losing to help Donna slash callers. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with public embarrassment. I have no shame anymore. It's fine. This, If my talk has taught me anything, it's to lose gracefully. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. We appreciate it. Congratulations. Melissa, have a great day. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to donate my shirt. You are? Oh, okay. Aww. Oh, I know. I'm so generous. That's so nice. You don't want our shirt? No, I already have two. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, how many can you actually have before you start polishing the dining room table with it, right? Right. I mean, I don't want to be on hoarders. <laughs> hoarders. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks okay, for playing. Thanks. We yeah, thanks, you guys. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. All right, here's the deal. Um, this is the faces. best time to book your holiday flight Ooh, this right, week. Right now. I was going to book mine, but then the baby buddy boo got sick. So now I'm like, maybe I should just stay home. Um, so expect ticket prices, airline prices, to start increasing 10 to $15 per week. Ugh. And as the holidays get closer, 10 to $15 a day. Yikes. Don't expect a good to get a good deal by booking last minute. That's not going to happen. Uh, last um, second tickets, last second tickets for Thanksgiving <laughs> could cost four hundred dollars more than they do now, and five hundred dollars for last minute Christmas flights. So don't wait too long. <gasps> um, hmm. That's uh, well, and we have been talking about how. 
generally speaking, now I know this is the best time and it'll be the best price, but it's still, we're actually to the point where the tickets are getting more expensive to where they were like before the pandemic, like compared to 2019 pre-pandemic flying, like the increases are pretty steep right across the board already. That's like the starting point. You okay. Know? Yeah. They're expensive. I mean, mine from here to Newark, and this is flying on Thanksgiving and returning on Monday, because of course, well, Wednesday to Sunday to it, is yeah. going to be the most expensive way to do it. So I tried to eliminate that and mm-hmm. it's still, you know, about 500 bucks, but going back to Melissa, who just got her uh, dermatology checkup. Yes. Um, Here's some bonus advice that's kind of out of left field. Once you are on your plane, make sure you don't get sunburned. Someone talked to a dermatologist who says we should all be wearing sunblock while on planes, especially long flights and especially if you have a window seat. You are exposed to more UV rays at 30,000 feet. That is something I have never thought of. A 2019 study even found pilots and flight attendants are twice as likely to get melanoma. <gasps> Never even occurred to me that that was a thing. No way. And now I'm going to like close the window shade because uh, who who needs this worry? But I, right. that's crazy. You'd think that. I mean, I guess you just assume that they put special glass in there in their little airplane windows to keep us all safe. But I guess. That's not the case. It is bright, though. I will tell you that, you know, like if you take an early morning flight and then as the sun comes up and like the plane, you know, turns the right way or whatever, and that sun comes blasting through the windows, you're like, wah! Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It, I believe it. I mean, in your high, you're, I mean, I guess yeah, you're closer to the sun. Yeah. You're closer to the Never rays. ever thought of that. Wow. So uh, think about that next time you are flying. Thank SPF. you. Um, oh, Matt. What? Did you catch up on The Watcher? I, we tried, I didn't realize how far back I was, but we tried so hard to finish it last night. Yeah. But you know, my abnormally early bedtime gets in the way of like, you know, life. But, um, I'm all the way ex- to the last, the last episode will be tonight. We're going to watch it. Okay. So I'm well, all the I way to I want to know there. what you're thinking about it yes. so far. Also, you've got an update on all those Charlie Brown specials. Yeah. You're not going to be able to watch that over the air on broadcast TV this year. No. Ah, but I'll tell you how. You can still kind of watch it for free. Okay, we'll get to that and more coming up next on my talk. Good morning, welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Steve is not here. I lied to you. Matt Belanger from Five Eyewitness News is here. Yay! Party, Hi guys. Party. Oh, thanks. PJ Rock Lobster is here too. <laughs> All right, what do you want to start with, Charlie Brown or The Watchers? Let's talk about Charlie Brown. So a lot of people look forward to this. It's a Halloween time tradition to watch the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. And uh, for years and years and years and years since it first aired on television in 1966, you're not going to see that on broadcast television ever again. Maybe not. Oh, uh, so wow. it's, you can't you can't just find it on you know CBS or ABC or something like that. Places where it has been before. That is because um, it's also been on PBS and um, Apple. 
acquired the, you know, bought Apple TV Plus and everything, bought uh, these Charlie Brown holiday specials in 2020. And as part of the deal, there were a couple more years where PBS was able to play these shows. You know, the Christmas, uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving is a popular one. A Charlie Brown Christmas is, of course, another popular one. People like love these. They watch it with the whole family. They're great traditions. Well, this year, PBS revealed that uh, their right to air it ran out. And oh, wow. uh, they said that the Halloween special is moving to a different pumpkin patch this year. And the first thing that I thought was, wait a minute. I want people to be able to see these for free over the air on a network. Absolutely. And if you don't, you know, and I was thinking, well, if this is now only on Apple TV Plus, you got to, you know, pay to subscribe to watch. Um, turns out. Apple is doing uh, what it has done in the past again. So Apple will give. Not- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Unsubscribers, the opportunity to watch these beloved specials for free on particular days. So, of course, if you subscribe, you can to Apple TV Plus, which is, I think it's $5. Is it four ninety nine? It's right about in there somewhere. But anyway, okay. a month. You, if you subscribe, you can watch it at any time. But um, those who don't subscribe to Apple TV Plus can still watch The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, October 31st through Halloween. Uh, sorry, October 28th through Halloween on October 31st for free. Okay. So they're opening it up for everyone for just those days. But <clears throat> okay. They, apparently this is the, the, the new way of the world, everybody. And, we're, you know, you'll have a couple of free windows of time. kids still watch Charlie Brown? I think it's more the adults who are like, ah, oh, it makes me think about, you know, my childhood. But it depends, I guess, on what your family did. And if you watched it with your family growing up and now, like, you're making your right. kids watch it, of course right. they would look forward to it. It's cute. Okay. I like it. I do, too. I like the little voices of all the kids. It's I, so cute. I like the teacher. Do you want the teacher? We'll get the teacher. Do we have the teacher? Are you kidding? Every time Steve starts going off on a story, this is what I do. What? Can't hear you. What about Wanda? What'd she do? Okay, that's anyway, enough good of that. Story. Um, okay, so The Watcher, which is on oh, Netflix. Netflix. We were talking about it yesterday in case you missed it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really um, captivating. Yeah, I'm up to the finish line. Tonight okay. is the final episode. Now, you said you felt frustrated by the ending. Not totally. I, I was okay with it, but it leaves some stuff up in the air a little bit. Okay. At first, you think it's wrapped up, and then it's not. And so I did the same thing. I let the last episode hang for almost a week before I finished it. No, that's not true. But for days. Yeah. You know, and I was like, all right, I need to go and watch the rest of this. There are getting to be a lot of twists and turns. Like the most, these two recent episodes that, you know, we watched last night to get to where we are now. um, I mean, you start to... Things start to come together, I'll say, uh, the pieces of this. And there's a little bit of a catharsis that happens because, like, the family in this house that this is all, that's this all happening to, 
you know, they start to piece together and think they have the answer to what's happening. So, right. like, I think I know a direction where this is going, but I've got a whole nother final episode and, and uh, you know, anything could happen, I guess. But I can't wait to finish it tonight. Um, but the, the remarkable part about all of it that uh, I guess I didn't really know when we started it was that it's based pretty closely on, like, a true story. This really happened to a family that moved from New York City out into the burbs and they started getting these creepy letters. Uh, I had no idea it was true. I didn't either, but I was so into it that I started looking up the cast because I didn't realize. I was like, who is this woman neighbor with the braids? And I'm like, is that the woman from Six Feet Under? Then I was like, is that Sissy Spacek? It's Mia Farrow. Mm. And she's great in it. Yeah, she really is. Really, really great. It's a great cast. Um, and I love that it's scary without being gory. It's that it's that mind game scary that is right. uh, it's my favorite genre of scary. Yes, and there are say. some jump scares um, sure. at times too. But this, like, when I I have a friend who's like, "Are you sure you want to watch this? It's a scary movie." I'm like, "That kind of scary doesn't scare me. Right? It's only paranormal stuff that scares me and <laughs> devil stuff. Don't be hanging out with Dawn. Ghosts? No, because <laughs> I don't want some creepy, weird ghost clinging to me. I just saw a story that there. Well, <laughs> Your blanket uh, gets pulled off in the middle of the night, correct. and you're like, "What?" <laughs> That's the stuff That's that the scares stuff. me. Okay. I know Rocco doesn't like scary stuff either. I don't. What's what's up with that? You seem like you'd be a festive uh, Halloween guy. Yeah, I like. Oh, in fact, I'm uh, actually curating my uh, Halloween TV party right See? now. But it's not going to be scary stuff. It's going to be like the Facts of Life Halloween episode and the be uh you know a T, uh, not TJ Hooker um the Fall Guy Halloween episode chips. You know okay. I, mean? like, I, I like to be uh, titillated. I don't like to be frightened. Got it. You know what I mean? I sure do. So have you seen like A Quiet Place? No. Oh, that's really that's good. In fact, I gird, I, we talked about this a few months ago. I girded my loins. I got, my friends wanted to go see Nope in the theater. And I was like, you know what? Nope. I'm going to do it. I don't care. I, I'll get scared. I'll get scared for one night. What the heck? And I went there and I was prepared to be scared you know, scared the heck out of, and I thought it was super lame. You did? Oh, okay, yeah. see, so maybe you're like, maybe you would appreciate these movies that aren't as scary as you might be anticipating. I do like, you I know, I do like, like a good Twilight it. Zone. I do like a good, you know, Rod Serling's you would, I bet Night you'd, Gallery. He, I think he would like The Watcher, I think too. you would like I The really Watcher. I, we're not just saying that. I think that you could you could get into this, you know, and the perils that this family is experiencing. I mean, everybody can sympathize about buying a house. You right, know, you know, right. And you're like, oh, I love this house. Do you know when I bought my house, yeah. I saged the whole dang thing. I went into every single room, <laughs> into the basement. I went up to windows and doors and just saged Burning the- sage. Yep. And I Get also went in every room with a crucifix. And Ooh. it said a few things like, in the name of Jesus Christ. Wow. I did. I was like, huh? You want to get the bad juju out? Yeah. Like, if there's anything bad in there, let's go. So, what you're saying is when I do my holiday shopping this year, you really want me to get you a Ouija board. Never. (laughs) Ever. That is a conduit to very bad places. I don't even like chain letters. (laughs) <laughs> when's the last time you got one you guys remember like in the early days of like email 
Yeah. Like things would be passed to you. Yes, like take this the, and pass this on to 15 friends. friends and yes. Yeah. Or bad luck is going to happen for you. you. I'm like, oh, this. suck it. Delete. Burp. Yeah. Burp. I don't participate in that. Thank you. Appreciate you asking, even oh, though you didn't. The early days of email. Are you excited for my Halloween TV party, Donna? Will you be there? Oh, uh, is it actually on Saturday? Yeah, the Saturday. Yeah, I can. I have another thing. <laughs> I do. I'm actually doing a 5K, and then I am. One of the neighbors is having a, a bonfire situation. Mm. So thank you. We have to go. Bye now. Bye now. Um, you're going to have a dirt alert. Woo-hoo! Very excited about that, Rocco. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, Kevin Spacey breaks down in court. And oh. also, speaking of court, it looks like George Floyd's family has filed a lawsuit against Kanye West. All that coming up next. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.